Welcome to Blazers Unrivaled, a Hood College podcast series highlighting star-studded student-athletes. This podcast is in partnership with Blazer Radio. Now let's head to the studio with your host, Brayden Lionel. Welcome to episode four of Blazers Unrivaled. Uh, today, I have with me junior outfielder for the Blazers baseball team, Tyler Schwarzman. Tyler, what's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. How about you? Nothing much. Uh, we're here. It, it's been a little bit since uh, we've done a Blazers Unrivaled episode uh, because spring break kind of was thrown in the middle of episode three and episode four, um, but glad to be back. Glad that Tyler is with me today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the baseball team and also um, about... Um, Tyler and how he's been playing this season. A lot of big stats to point out. Uh, we'll start with batting. Uh, you have the second best batting average on the team. Um, you're hitting 406, um, just over 400. You have the most hits on the team with 26, second most runs on the team, 14, most RBIs on the team with 15. I don't know if you knew any of those stats. Uh, in the ballpark, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when it comes to fielding, you have no errors. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive too. So let's let's start um, by talking about your batting, uh, where do you normally hit in the batting order, and what is kind of the strategy with, uh, you know, setting a batting order, you know, particularly to put somebody first, second, third, fourth, whatever? Yeah. So this year, I've primarily been uh, either a leadoff guy or in the two hole. Uh, normally, leadoff guy, you want a guy that gets on base a lot, uh, and two hole specifically, uh, I bunt a lot as well. So that leadoff guy gets on having someone in the two hole that can that can bunt, sack bunt him over or also get a hit is uh pretty important and uh I'm a pretty fast guy as well so getting on and stealing bases to start the game is is pretty uh, big for us and we like to be aggressive what about towards the bottom of the order what's the strategy I don't know much about baseball so enlighten me what what's the strategy further down the order three four and then all the way down to you know yeah seven. so three four five are typically you guys a little lower average but a little more power and then towards the bottom are uh, statistically, you're not as good hitters, but still, obviously, they're they're good enough to crack the lineup. And uh, last year, I was down at the bottom of the order a lot, uh, which necessarily isn't a bad thing because you also want guys down there that can get get on base and turn turn the lineup back over to the top. Right. Uh, what so? What's your mentality like when you're stepping up to plate? Is it different when you're batting leadoff or batting in the two hole? Uh, yeah, I would say leading off a game is probably one of my least favorite things to do. Uh, I just that's like the only time I feel pressure in an at bat because I I just feel a lot of pressure to you know you don't want to get out to start the game, uh, but similar approach no matter what at bat it is just uh, looking for a good pitch hit and be aggressive. Uh, and then what what is it like maybe is it different later in a game? So you said leading off a game right? You, that's when you feel pressure. Mm-hmm. But what about um, which we're going to talk about later? Um, like ninth inning, uh, like for Albright you hit a walk off, and again we'll talk about that later. But what what's the mindset? Is it diff- any different, or is it still just as you know pressure filled? You know, towards the, the end of a game. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I honestly prefer more like those high pressure late inning situations. That I feel like they help help me and probably a lot of people really focus better. You almost get in this like flow state, which you know you try to be in from pitch number one, but when it when it's when it's down to the nitty gritty, is sort of when you turn it on. 
then you also mentioned that uh, when you're in the two hole, um, you you bunt a lot as well. Is um, the mentality or the mindset different when you you know that's kind of the game plan? Um, I would say kinda. Normally, if I if I'm coming up to the plate with like a runner on first or second with uh zero or one outs typically i already have the mindset that i'm probably going to bunt uh just with the style of baseball that we play but obviously getting the sign from coach sometimes i sometimes you get it sometimes i don't and then sometimes depending on when the third baseman's playing i'll just do it on my own okay try to get it for a hit so so going back to those stats like i said most hits on the team you have 26 um in 20 games 26 hits 20 games um second most runs on the teams most rbis on the teams I also noticed you haven't been walked once this season. Um, why is that? Why are pitchers not walking you despite all the hits and runs that you're scoring? Yeah, I think uh, part of that's being at the top of the order. Pitchers are kind of taught to to go right after guys, especially, like I said, being a faster guy, you don't want to put me on for free and have me steal a base, so trying to make me earn it. Uh, and then on the flip side of that, me personally, I'm a pretty aggressive hitter, so... I strike out a little bit, but also get a lot of hits. So there's a, it's a trade-off there. So you'll swing outside the zone pretty frequently? Uh, yeah. We mentioned that walk-off against Albright, uh, which secured the, the sweep for you guys. Talk me through that game. Uh, ended 4-3. Um, you, you beat them pretty um, easily the other two games. Um, what was different about that, that third game? Yeah, I think it was just sort of the – the second day or the second game of a doubleheader, we just, like you said, I think we scored like 19 runs the first time we played them and then uh, beat them in the first game. So it was just sort of, I don't know, it's hard to have the bats rolling for three straight games, but uh, it was also really cold, started to snow that game. So I think people were just uh, tired and, and a little bit sort of like, oh, like we know we should beat these guys uh, and we're like, we'll, we'll come back. It's just sort of like complacency which we talked about, uh, I think, around like inning four or five, like, hey, we, we got kind of got to get going here if we, we want to win this game. Um, and so and I think the yeah, bottom of the seventh, we, we had a great comeback, and I was uh, put in a position after a bunch of my teammates came through to, to get the game-winning hit. And so we, we already talked a lot about your mindset when you're stepping up to bat. Um, and forgive me if I sound repetitive with this question, but was it any different in that moment? Uh, infield was playing in a little bit, it looked like, and you hit right right down the middle over second base, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what was kind of your plan when it was your turn to bat in that situation? Yeah, so oddly, I'd say I kind of had a lot of uh, confidence in that situation. Uh, in our second to last game last year, I hit a, a walk-off against Widener at uh, where did Frederick uh, Keys play. So I sort of have that that experience as an older guy playing in those uh, tough uh, conference situations, and it was just sort of I was sort of I was just really excited to come up with the bases loaded, try to try to win a game for my team, and with the infield up specifically, I was just trying to hit uh, something hard up the middle. And, and you did exactly that. And so, what was the feeling, you know, after you did that and you got the win? Yeah, I sort of I think once I hit it, I sort of blacked out. I uh, <laughs> watching the video back. I think I like took my helmet off and threw it, and then yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, I was and, watching like that. dogpiled. So it's, sort of once you make contact, it just kind of goes for a blur. But it feels pretty great. When did the love of baseball start for you? Uh, yeah, so I've been playing baseball since I was four years old. I played uh, t-ball. My dad was always my coach up until like middle school, high school. Um, and interestingly, I tell this story a lot because uh, I'm a lefty hitter, but I throw righty. And it was kind of weird. It's not that as common as being both. Uh, and in T-ball, my first practice, I was swinging righty and I missed like three times. And my dad 
turned me around and hit lefty and I hit it the first try. So that's why I, that's all I swing a golf club and baseball bat lefty, but everything else I'm right-handed. Interesting. So is that an advantage for you like on the field or, uh, I would say in terms of like bunting for a base hit or just like infield singles, it, it definitely is. Cause you're a little closer, uh, in the left-handed batter's box than you are in the right to first base. Gotcha. So that's again, me not knowing baseball, that's something I never would have thought of. Has baseball kind of always come naturally to you, or is it something that you really had to work hard to develop your play at? Uh, I think it's something I've always been kind of good at, but at the same time, definitely put a lot of a lot of effort in in the middle and high school years, and now in college uh, to get better. Um, I was always the like the smallest guy on the team, uh, really, until probably like my junior senior years when I started growing a little bit in like muscle mass and height, but. Yeah, I always trained uh, like speed, agility wise, and like working extra on my my hitting and stuff because I was smaller, so I had to be uh, work a little harder and be a little bit better. So tell me a little bit more about your kind of baseball journey through your youth years and into high school. Um, what was your high school team's baseball you know, program like? Um, have you always played in the outfield? You know, what was kind of um, what was that like growing up from playing t-ball, like you said, with your dad as your coach, to where you are now? where you are now yeah so uh and high school speaking about high school it's kind of interesting my freshman year I was on JV and like I said I was like a smaller guy I was like our backup shortstop on JV so I played infield then and I played infield most of my life up until that point and then like I said just working hard and grinding I got the opportunity sophomore year I kind of made a big jump to where my varsity coach wanted me to to play up and I was only underclassmen we had a freshman uh, shortstop and then I was a sophomore outfielder I got moved to outfield because we had a pretty good second baseman. Um, So I played outfield my sophomore year on varsity, which I think was really important for me playing at a higher level at that age because then junior junior year I was sort of able to take over in the outfield. And unfortunately, senior year got canceled because of COVID. Right, yeah. Um, So we talked about the batting, but you mentioned a lot about um, playing some shortstop, some second base, and then playing outfield. What's the strategy with where you put guys, um, you know, on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, so I would say uh, usually your shortstop center field is probably your two best like defensive uh, players just because they have uh, the most they should they have to cover the most uh, range out on the field um, and they're sort of the captains out there. So normally, like for instance, if there's a fly ball in the infield, like if shortstop calls it, then it's his ball, and same in the outfield, like uh, the corner outfielders get called off by the center fielder. Did you play any other sports growing up or through high school? Uh, yeah, I played basketball. Uh, when I was young until my sophomore year of high school. And then my senior year, I actually tried out for football because I was already committed to college for baseball. And I was always scared of getting hurt. Uh, But since I was committed, uh, I decided to play. Uh, Great decision. I made so many great friends. I actually started at slot receiver. And it was the first time our high school had made the playoffs in, I want to say, like close to eight or ten years, something like that. Why was – I mean, obviously – Football, you said, was just one year, senior year. From baseball to basketball, why why did you choose baseball over basketball? Uh, I think I was just a little better at baseball, uh, to be honest. Uh, I played basketball mostly because my grandfather was a, a Division One basketball player. Um, so that's sort of like why I played, and then I, I liked it. But then it, in high school, I just decided to focus on baseball. Is basketball something that you still like play for fun now? Or is that kind of on the back burner? Yeah, I, it's good conditioning for me, and I like to play with my friends. Are you a shooter? Are you a ball handler? What's uh, definitely game? not a ball handler. I like to shoot every once in a while, but I'm more of a more of a layup guy. <laughs> okay. 
Well, um, well, bringing it back to baseball, you told me that you committed um, to Washington College originally. That's where you played your freshman year. Um, but then you transferred here to Hood your sophomore year last year. Talk me through that process. First of all, why did you commit to Washington College, and then why did you make the decision to come to Hood? Yeah, so coming into college, I had uh, uh, two pretty firm offers to play college baseball. One was at Hood, and then another one was at uh, Washington College. Um, and after like uh, talking to the coaches, going on visits, all that stuff, uh, I decided to go to Washington College, uh, which I don't regret because I met a lot of great friends uh, that I still hang out with to this day. But just wasn't a great fit for me. It was a little too far from home. Um, I was playing on a very senior-led uh, team. And with the way COVID works, I think like 24 of them came back to play their fifth year. So, And really with the playing with playing Division three, I really wanted to play college baseball. So it didn't really fit with my personal goals to, to sit another year and not play till my junior year. So I started looking at uh, schools where I thought I had a chance to play my sophomore year. And I had reached back out, went through the whole process of transferring and reached out to uh, Coach P here at Hood. And he was uh, pretty excited to hear from me. And it kind of helped. He had already recruited me, so he kind of knew, like, my playing style and all that. And I just showed up in the fall and worked hard and, and earned my spot on the team. Outside of baseball, um, you know, how does how do you fit with Hood? What's your major? Kind of what, what do you hope to do with that, um, you know, on the academic side? Yeah, so I'm uh, at Washington. I was a communication major. Uh, oh, so doing stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, it wasn't really a great fit for me. Oh, I was going to say you're a natural behind the uh, microphone. I appreciate so. it. Uh, but uh, no, I changed to a, a psychology major. My mom was a drug and alcohol counselor for a number of years. So that's sort of why I was interested in it. And I also took an intro class at Washington. That was like my favorite class I took there. Do you want to do the same thing or just maybe something sim in the similar field as uh, the drug and yeah. alcohol counselor? Right now I, I work as a, it's called a behavioral health technician. So basically working with kids with like developmental and behavioral disorders. So I'm planning on getting my master's degree in applied psych and sort of working as like what my boss does, which is a behavior specialist. Uh, where are you, have you started to look at um, grad, grad schools yet? Is Hood, does Hood offer a grad school for that? Uh, Hood offers counseling, which I was considering for a while, but uh, recently I've been steered more in the direction of like the, the behavioral therapy. So looking elsewhere, I think uh, Shippensburg has a pretty good program for that. So I've been looking there and that's close to home. And so you're also in the honors program. Mm -hmm. We've had an honors class together. Um, so you're a pretty smart kid. Has school come naturally to you? Um, or did you have to you know, work pretty hard at that, like you said, for baseball? Yeah, I would say school probably is one of those things that uh, comes a little easier to me than, than, uh, most people. I obviously still, you know, like study and, and do all the things I need to do to be, uh, successful, but definitely, definitely had to work a lot harder to get where I am baseball wise than, uh, school wise, I would say. All right, let's bring it back to, uh, the baseball program, um, here at hood in your season, uh, thus far, mm -hmm. you guys are 11 and nine, uh, four and two in conference, but it's a good, good, uh, in conference record to start with. Um, you have some tough games coming up. Um, this weekend, uh, we're recording this on a Thursday. Uh, this, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, this weekend, you have Alvernia. Uh, and then next week, Stevenson and Widener. And last year, against those teams, you went 1-5. What's the mindset going into those games this season? Yeah, I think sort of like uh, the past of the past in a way. And we have a lot of confidence in, in what we're doing in our team this year. Um, like you said, four and two in conference, that's, that's a pretty good start. And we're sort of just, uh, wiping clean slate. We believe in our guys and what we're doing and taking it game by game. 
but we have a lot of confidence that we can compete and win uh, any game in conference. Talk to me again. Uh, I've said this three times. I don't know much about baseball. So talk to me about what um, baseball is like in the MAC. I mean, the MAC is a com- super competitive conference for any sport, but what's it like on the baseball side of things? Yeah, it's definitely uh, high energy. You can tell the difference between if a conference game or a non-conference game. Uh, lots of pressure and because every every win is meaningful and, and, and any loss could knock you out of the playoffs so teams are always uh you know just going after each other what's the goal for this year i mean it, it's pretty obvious to say everybody wants to win conference championship national championship is that something um that is in the cards for you this year or are you guys building on that this year and looking to maybe um go the whole distance next year yeah, I think we're definitely looking uh, to, to have a season to build on. But at the same time, like we have the, the mindset of the sky's the limit. And, you know, like why not this year? Um, I know the last few years we, we sort of struggled as a team and we've been doing a lot better this year. Um, and so sort of just taking it game by game, our our first goal now is to is to make the MAC playoffs, uh, which we didn't last year. And then, you know, once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. So so winning that MAC championship and then moving on past that is is the goal after that. How does uh, team chemistry work on the baseball diamond? Um, again, it's different than, or I would imagine it's different than sports like soccer, uh, football, basketball. Talk to me a little bit about how you guys click as a team, as a program. Yeah, I would say it's interesting because you have uh, a lot of uh, guys on the team, like 40, 50, and only nine are playing. So, um, But it really just... Uh, I would say it starts at practice, you know, really like getting to know people and, and pushing each other to be great, uh, whether whether like wherever you are on the depth chart um, and then hanging out outside of, of baseball is a big part, too. I know like a big thing we do is which a lot of teams do here is like we always eat together at the dining hall and, and stuff like that and then hang out in our free time. This is for you specifically, but what is like a go to uh, meal after a pr- uh, hard practice or a game? Um and maybe same question for like a drink, a beverage. Like, are you a Powerade person, Gatorade person, water? Yeah, uh, I'd say aside from D, whatever D Hall's serving. Normally, uh, <laughs> in between doubleheaders, uh, my parents are very supportive. I'm very lucky in that regard. So they they come to just about every game. Uh, normally, they'll bring me a sub from Subway that I'll eat in between doubleheaders: turkey, ham, provolone cheese, lettuce, just something light but something tasty. Yeah. Um, and then sports drink wise, I'd say. I mean, I think everyone likes Gatorade, but uh, I'm a big body armor guy as well. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so are you a big water drinker? I am, yep. Okay, so how I wanted to close this is I, I close all my episodes by asking more of like a fun or like friendly controversial question. Okay. Not, we're not going to get political or anything like that here. <laughs> we did that enough in our honors class. Um, what's the best brand of bottled water? Definitely not Dasani. Okay. I think that tastes terrible. Yeah, there's, uh, what, there's what? There's Dasani, there's Fiji, Smart Water, Deer Park, and then some other smaller brands. Yeah, I'd say, now that you say Fiji, I would definitely say Fiji Water, but I don't drink it that often because it's a little more expensive. But I'd say, uh, I think like, not Aquafina, but Acadia. Acadia. Is that a water? Probably. I think I'm, Acadia I'm looking Water. Up some, I'm That's what I drink a lot of. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go Fiji Water. That'd Fiji be my final answer. That's actually number one on this list. You know, oh. I've never had Fiji water. It's pretty good. And I just tried Smart Water for the first time the other day because mm. that was the only water bottle brand that they had in uh, the library cafe. Yeah, I think that's pretty good too. Yeah, it's not bad. I liked it. But 
All right, well, that's going to be it for this episode of Blazers Unrivaled. Tyler, thanks for joining me. Good luck the rest of this season. We're rooting for you. Thanks. Appreciate you having me. We'll be back uh, in a week or two with another episode.